I'm Brad Palmer reporting WSIU Radio News. The Marion Police Department has arrested a man for attempted murder after reportedly holding a gun to a woman's head. 44-year-old Joshua Taylor was issued citations including attempted murder, domestic battery, and unlawful use of a weapon by a felon. Just after 2 p.m. Tuesday, officers were called to the 1000 block of Maplewood Street in reference to a man with a gun. They were told a female caller was very frantic and then the line was disconnected. As police arrived, a man later identified as Taylor was observed entering a silver vehicle and then driving on the sidewalk at a high rate of speed. Taylor refused to comply with officer commands to stop but was eventually detained. Officers back at the Maplewood Street residence found the female victim who was romantically involved with Taylor. She said Taylor placed a gun to her head and pulled the trigger, but it didn't discharge. Taylor is awaiting his first court appearance. The Williamson County Sheriff's Department is conducting a death investigation following a residential burglary on Tuesday afternoon. Just before 2 p.m., deputies responded to 1221 Morning Glory Road, where they found an injured man. The man was taken to Memorial Hospital of Carbondale, where he was pronounced dead. Deputies say this was not a random act. Anyone with information about the incident should contact the Williamson County Sheriff's Office or Crime Stoppers at 800-414-TIPS. Local emergency departments say they're experiencing the perfect storm of respiratory viruses right now. SIH Heron Hospital ER Medical Director Dr. Joshua McSannick says his team is seeing a big spike in cases of flu, RSV, COVID, and more right now. That's clogging ER waiting rooms and forcing patients to wait longer for treatment. He says some cases can be treated at home or with a visit to an urgent care or family doctor instead, but he wants people to know things are difficult right now. I don't want to discourage anyone to ever come to the ER. I think people need to come to the ER if they feel like they're having an emergency. Um, we saw that in COVID that people put off coming to the ER because of wait times or fear, and they came in much sicker because they were a day or two behind when they needed to start treatment. Dr. McSannick says some people are seeking tests for COVID or flu, which are not always necessary if the virus can be treated at home. He says calling your primary care physician is a good start, but says don't wait to seek treatment if you need immediate care. I'm Jennifer Fuller. Illinois voters approved a workers' rights amendment to the state constitution that broadens the state workforce's rights to collective bargaining. The November 8th ballot initiative, passed by 58% of Illinois voters, is a broadly worded expansion of the collective bargaining process that extends beyond traditional terms and conditions of employment. Backers predict it'll have a significant impact on bargaining rights in both the public and private sectors, that includes Anne Lucene, a law professor at the University of Illinois, Chicago. I think that's going to be the huge thing. We're getting a resurgence of workers saying we want to be able to have collective bargaining. Now you have an interesting question as to what more rights would workers feel that they should have. Business groups and others oppose the measure, claiming the amendment would give unions too much power, lead to more labor strikes, and force companies to move to other states. Illinois House lawmakers passed a bill today cutting financial ties with Russia. The legislation requires the state to divest from any Russian companies or banks and directs colleges and universities to disclose any Russian-related donations or endowments. It's sponsored by Representative Lindsay LaPointe of Chicago. So this bill in its entirety is one of the most comprehensive state responses in the country. It is part of Illinois doing our part, and although I, I know that we all agree it's not enough, it is still what I call a must-do. The measure also creates task forces to look into preventing Russian interference in Illinois elections and money laundering in real estate. 
It must be signed into law by the governor. I'm Brad Palmer reporting WSIU News.